It is Sam Sermons for the What Do I Do Now podcast, season three. It's episode six. We back in the mix of things. I told you I'd be back with something amazing. And this is so timely. I think it's the first follow-up I've had in a long time. So I started the season with Coco Jones, and now we've got a follow-up. And this isn't your regular follow-up episode. So let me give you part one of this follow-up interview right now. She was here before, but now she's got her music going up. The EP is getting ready to drop. You got the new single. I have the privilege and honor speaking with the lovely Coco Jones. How you doing What's this morning? Up? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course. So last time we were talking, you know, Bel Air had just, you know, finished getting ready for season two for that. Mm-hmm. You know, had the single Caliber, you know, signed mm-hmm. to Def Jam, doing it real big. And now the I See You record yeah. just came out, already trending on YouTube. I got people hitting me up about it, like, hey, when are y'all playing this? I'm like, hey, we going to get it because I got to <laughs> talk to Coco about it. So not only does it sound like real R&B, it's really going back to the essence. Like, you got the drums in the beginning. You got the old piano at the very end of it. I mean, it's a beautiful record. I got to give you Thank much you. credit. Now, honestly, truthfully speaking, I believe it's Grammy nominated worthy Thank material you. that's that was something you labored into so Amen. Talk, I talk to me about the entire record and how it came about yeah well honestly i feel like it just kind of called me to it you know when i heard the track produced by camper i i was like oh this has like soul to it you know and i felt like it was really like it would stick out in the scheme of all of my music but that kind of intrigued me and um, I feel like what I did was I was just very vulnerable and I wanted the video to be more youthful because the song is so soulful and like I feel like my ancestors was in that studio with me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I just feel like it's refreshing because people don't really do that style as much anymore, you know? Absolutely. You tapped into a vein that is necessary and needed because, you know, there's been conversation about R&B this, R&B ain't that. It's very well, it's, and what I understand is our generation, you know, this millennial, like, we don't pay pay homage and this, that, and that. Like, this sounds like it's touching every decade of R&B before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just something like, oh, it's a one-off or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. no, you really, really put your foot in it. Thank you. And it's necessary and needed. Yeah. No, it is. And honestly, I feel like... I kind of was raised on powerhouse singers like Whitney, CeCe Winans, Mariah. And my mom told me if I could sing those songs, I could sing anything. So I feel like I did have like this core upbringing of feeling and emotion and really translating that through a speaker. And that's just what ICU calls for, you know? Got you. So now that you're saying this, was this the song you've been waiting to do? Like, was it like the right time for this? It really is a powerhouse type of song because mm-hmm. you just can't walk in and just start singing. It's like you got to being the mindset right. you in the studio you was like you was just locked in i mean i was looking for what i tell all these producers is i'm just looking for like feeling and urgency and i feel like when i heard it i had to i had to you know like ain't no way i'm skipping over that you know just because i could hear melodies in my head and a storyline in my head so i mean it was kind of like it called me i didn't plan on it and i don't think you should plan anything but the idea is to always make people feel something you know speaking of planning I know you had just seen, you know, Black Panther 2. You out here moving and grooving as mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. And you were so stunned you didn't know how to respond when Rihanna walked by. Yes, that's true. And I I, prob- I mean, she's been outside a little more lately. But, I mean, it's like it's like seeing a unicorn. You ain't ready to see a unicorn when it walks past you. Right, right. So who else <laughs> would actually get you froze like that? Because I, I know that would have caught anybody off guard. But 
who's the person that like you ain't met yet? That'd be like if you they came in this room right now, like oh, it's definitely Beyonce, like for sure. Because I feel like also I talk about Beyonce so much, her work ethic and how she's recreated herself all these years and stayed like the hottest topic and also kept like privacy and like intimacy with her family. All of these things I like, I'm enamored by. So if I if she just walked in here, what what what? What now? Literally, what now? Just sit in silence until she speaks towards you. <laughs> you have to. All right, so the new EP is getting ready to drop. You said there's seven records on it, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And when can they get it? Like, yeah, I just, just go and put it out there. Yes, what I didn't tell you is coming November 4th. Y'all check it out. We're going to have a video coming shortly after for the focus track. And it's going to give everything that you need to give. And what I'm really looking for is... I want you guys to tell me, like, what songs you gravitate towards. Like, oh, we love hearing this style on you. Or a girl, like, this ain't it. This is not as strong as these records. Like, I'm, I'm with it all. I want the constructive criticism because I feel like I have to make my name as a musician, as an artist, put that respect on it. So whatever we need to do to get there, let's do it. You have to do it. Coco Jones, make sure you are following her on all her social media. Make sure you are streaming ICU. Make sure you're streaming Caliber. Make sure you get the EP when it drops November Fourth, thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And that interview led to me being invited to the listening session where I heard the EP early. And in the midst of us being together again, I thought of a few more questions that I wanted to ask about the project and about her latest collaboration with an R&B icon. Going back to your comment about producers and how you work with London on the track with this mm-hmm. EP, work with Nita's on this project. You also got a call from Babyface. I know you got a new, you know, placement on that. So how's it feel to talk and work with a legend in R&B like Babyface? Yeah, um, Babyface is iconic. Like, you can definitely tell the people that are meant to be here and deserve this slot, you know what I'm saying? He has such a huge catalog. And I think what I really liked about working with him is just seeing his creative impulses and the choices that he makes when he gets behind the mic. And also, I really respected that, like, he didn't try to, like, run the show because he's babyface. He was like, what's up? Like, tell me about your life. Like, tell me a story. And then from there, like, we built this song. And, like, he let me have my opportunity to, you know, contribute as well. You never know what you're getting when you walk in there with a legend. They might be like, girl, sit down. You know, newbie, you know? <laughs> but it was really collaborative. And um, he's, he's just so kind and normal. Normal guy. You know? Mm-hmm. So the EP has seven songs. It's a very complete number. But how many songs did you record in mind before you got to that top seven? Like 50? Mm-hmm. Wow. What was the process of elimination? Um, it was hard because the more I go in the studio, the more I like something new that I did. Um, but then there were also records that just continued to like stand the test of time. But yeah, I was in the studio like... When I would leave set, I would go to the studio until I can't no more. Then I wake up and I go to set and I do that all over again. Because I knew like when the show pops off, I don't want people to be like, oh, that was Hillary. Okay, nice. What else? What else is there <laughs> for her? Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be like, oh, that's Hillary. Oh, stream now. Okay. Oh, music video. Oh, collab. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, back to back I just to want, because I know that first impression for people who have never met me before, they're just going to think I'm an actress, you know? First and foremost, I want to thank Coco Jones for being an incredible artist and, of course, an incredible interview. You can definitely check out her project, What I Didn't Tell You, on all streaming platforms. And definitely make sure you check out Season 2 of Bel Air when it hits Peacock in 2023.
There's a lot of great interviews on the way. Make sure you tune in every Monday for the next episode of What Do I Do Now?